Hey guys, welcome back to Growth with Mastermind. Today, I'm Edward and I'm going to be presenting to you Arwa Khatib. So go ahead, Arwa, and present yourself. Tell the people what they want to hear, what you do. Just a little bit about yourself. So thank you so much, Edward, for having me on your podcast. And um, so I am a freelancer and I've been working as a freelancer full time for two years now. And how it all started was when I was doing my nine to five job after I completed my graduation. So I was working at a nine to five and I was super unsatisfied with my job. Um, so I was scrolling on through LinkedIn and I saw like a lot of people doing freelancing. So at that time, it was like a very new term for me about like what you can even earn money through freelancing. And people were making lakhs of rupees. So I was like, let's explore this thing. And I started out as a side hustle. And now I am doing it as a full-time freelancer. Mm. And so you, you studied. Um, what exactly did you study in uh, university? So I studied uh, computer engineering, which is a totally different wow. field than what I'm doing currently. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and do you use any of these, um, you know, any of the skills that you learned in university now? Or do you think you would have been better off not absolutely. going there? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you do? So I, yeah, I actually started out as a freelancer doing websites for other people. And, you know, um, so that skill did help me a lot. But I didn't really enjoy doing website design as much as I did. Uh, I, I love social media aspect of it in the online world so i didn't really pursue the website design career more so yeah that's I, it gave me a good kick start in the beginning but right now i do not focus on taking up website projects more wow okay <laughs> yeah obviously it's a great skill to have and uh you know so now you're doing freelancing walk us a bit through what freelancing means and what exactly you do on it so freelancing is basically you take up any kind of project for a particular business or any kind of um, coach or a consultant. And basically you have these services that you can offer them. So for example, you can offer them graphic design service, video editing service, website design service. So any kind of service that you get and get paid for is called as freelancing. So basically I started out with um, Website design, then I used to do graphic design as well. And currently I work as a social media manager. So basically a social media manager is something that handles your Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, Pinterest pages. And I help them create a strategy to get cold audience to their pages. Mm, okay, so so you completely changed side, um, obviously. Uh, I mean... What was the motivation behind that? Um, what exactly made you want to do, you know, social media manager? What about social media attracted you uh, in comparison to, you know, computer science? So I'll tell you like a fun story uh, that I have. So basically, I grew up watching a lot of YouTube videos. And I used to watch a lot of Lily Singh videos uh, while I was in grade six. So I used to get very fascinated about the YouTube world. So while I was um, 16 or 17 years old, I started my own YouTube channel, which I grew to about 56,000 subscribers and over 6 million views in about three years. 
which um, was at that time crazy to me because I was just 18 years old. <laughs> and so from that, so that those three years. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so I, so from those three years, I learned a lot about online world, how things work. I learned graphic design. I did video editing on my own. So I had all those skills at the side, but I never imagined of, you know, taking it as a serious career for me. But after I completed wow. my engineering, I was like, I can do this full time. And like, there's literally scope in this. So like, yeah, that exactly that thing uh, attracted me to go into the online world. Wow. And, and what type of videos, uh, I mean, what type of content creation do you start with? So I started out creating content um, about craft videos on YouTube which was like a completely different niche than what I'm doing right now. Um, and that that was like just a hobby that I started out. But then after after a point of time, I monetized my channel. I was making pretty good money at that time. Yeah, but then I realized that uh, there are different niches, even on YouTube, which are making much more money than I used to make at that time. And so I switched on my YouTube niche as well to... Um, freelancing and like earning money online so i learned about different mm. niches at that time and then i just upgraded to that niche right and, and how is that going for you right now um i mean how long have you been doing it so um i've, I've recently started my youtube channel so it's just like i'm i've started my new youtube channel which is on freelancing and i also i interview people and talk usually about how they make money online and I it, it amazes me that so many people around the world are making like millions of rupees just with the power of internet yeah yeah and it, uh, wait how's it going for you I mean are you are you making more than before or is it better than your nine-to-five um you know absolutely, what freedoms do you get absolutely. what are the benefits I Initially, when I started freelancing, it was a tough situation to, you know, find clients because when you go into freelancing, mostly you are so focused on what service that you're going to provide to the client that you forget the other aspects of a business, which are operations aspects, which are like um, finding clients, how to communicate with a client. So within the first six months, I learned everything on my own by just doing trial and error. And after six months, I figured it out somewhat that how you can find clients exactly. And so I bagged in like 1000 2000 3000 $4,000 clients as well. So monthly, my income shot up a lot after like just quitting my job because I was getting paid in dollars. So here you, here mm. if you have a job, you obviously get paid in rupees. So my income, literally, like, I 10 x my income after uh, starting freelancing. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. And, and and how long did it, you know, how, how long did it take you to find your first client? Because a common theme we, we see with a lot of entrepreneurs is, um, you know, the beginning stages, you're basically working for free for long hours, um, you know, and the reward comes after. So, um, if you are a big enough freelancer, I would recommend you doing a lot of jobs for free initially at least for first two three months if you're not having like those high level skills at least 
I would recommend you to do jobs for free. Just build up your portfolio, gain as much as experience as possible in the first two three months. So for me also, like I um I had like some uh idea about how you know how to approach clients even before I started freelancing because I used to consume a lot of uh, YouTube videos initially. So I had some kind of idea, and so I got like my first client. while i was doing my 9 to 5 job uh with the help wow. of linkedin yeah so with the help of linkedin i got my first client and that client stuck around for me for about 1 year and then i left my job after that like when i left my job i literally had no clients almost i had like one client but then um then i had to start start again from scratch So yeah that was a big risk that I took but if you have a family to provide for I would recommend you having at least two clients before you completely leave your job. Mm mm good advice you know and that's why you know we always tell entrepreneurs to take the risk early. Um but so now now that you've you know gotten a sense for acquiring clients etc um what made you want to teach? Uh and you know are you still as present with your clients with the teaching you know how busy do you get with that yeah so i am planning to create like a course uh, on social media management and how people can actually you know change their mindset as freelancers and how you can bag high ticket clients so i know like people have people in india at least still have like um like they cannot charge uh, high prices and they have this uh, money blocks so i want to you know with this with the help of this course i want to break all those and like tell them that uh, your skills are valuable to people and because some people are so underconfident in their skills and i feel like mm-hmm. that you should have the confidence to approach the client even if you don't have that many skills but you should have the confidence to approach a client and i want to put out that message to all freelancers so that was the reason why i started teaching freelancing wow wow yeah and you know india is a huge market so that's probably going to explode you know so we're very excited for your future um you know and now I, i was wondering so where are most of your clients from since you said you get paid in dollars um you know do, do you find indian influencers or how, where exactly do you find your clients So that's a very good question. So I, ninety percent of my clients are U.S. based, and I think ten or twenty percent would be Canada from Canada. So um, most of my clients, I found them from LinkedIn and Facebook groups. So and also like okay, that uh, I'll cover the other part of it later. So. these two platforms are super super amazing if you want to find clients because um i know people struggle finding clients initially but if you go out there and just keep promoting yourself on a consistent basis then definitely you will get your first client within like first 10 or 20 days for sure so you haven't used you know um instagram or you know any other platforms apart from facebook and linkedin I have but I feel like Instagram is a different kind of generation uses Instagram so it's very hard to find those kind of clients 
who can afford your services so if you were to see the demographics of facebook an older generation uses uh, facebook so it's much easier to find high paying high ticket clients from facebook and linkedin rather than finding it on instagram it's just my personal experience obviously and you know it's very important to find that right balance you know where they still have the age where they want to grow um but have the money uh you know to be able to pay um you know do you have any tips any free tips for you know for our listeners you know maybe you, you know they're interested and and they want to learn more from you so is there any tips in finding a job who exactly you approach you know what's a good niche to go to start in so um a very good niche to begin is uh, so for example if you are targeting local markets for example you are targeting uh, dentists or doctors so they usually have uh, like a good chunk of money to pay you and they can easily afford like a thousand or two thousand dollar service per month so i would suggest you to go for like local businesses uh, initially and then maybe you can expand to different kind of niches Mm. And, you know, have you, you know, you're on these platforms on LinkedIn, on Facebook, um, and you run social medias. Um, so do you have any experiences with paid ads? What do you think of them? And are they efficient? Um, yeah, so social media is a very vast topic. And um, the algorithm, I know people have this debate about the algorithm that keeps changing. And, you know, they're not getting enough followers and so i have some few tips on how you can grow on instagram so um firstly be consistent even if you're posting like one post every day be consistent with it initially you won't see uh, as many results from it but if you are consistent in the long term it will definitely give you good results um the second thing is uh engaging with your followers and engaging with the pages that are there that are, that are your target audience so basically if i am targeting local businesses i will go on their pages and like their posts or you know comment a valuable thing on their posts so that way i can gain attraction from them and you know they'll instantly contact me so this you can do on any platform and not specifically on instagram if you do it on facebook facebook groups or linkedin as well so this strategy helps helps me get eyeballs on my content as well when i comment on their post they'll click on my profile and see who is this person so that in uh, mm. that gets like, that gets like a backlink to my profile in seo terms wow okay and you know the other day i was talking about an entrepreneur with this And, you know, a lot of people say engage with your audience. So even just making, you know, polls on your stories so people can engage, uh, you know, in one day um, you tell them this, you, you make, you, you know, you, you get something that engages them. So maybe you'll put who's better, uh, you know, this, this team or this team, you know, then everyone will engage. And then the next day you'll ask them a question about your niche, you know, and that's, that's actually quite a good trick. Um, you know, do you have any other tricks where you get people to, to be interested in you, to, keep following you so uh one trick that i would like to share is showcase your results as much as possible even if you are a teacher even if you are a freelancer showcase the results that you are providing that you are uh, getting for your clients because that's what attracts 
any buyer to buy from you so um i feel like show, showcasing your results in a very uh, nice manner in a very uh, graphical manner is very important on instagram or any other platform wow okay yeah it is and um so you know you, you also live in in india which you told me is still a market where where people don't have the confidence um you know is, is there any reason why you think that is and how did you get out of it how did you see this uh i mean how did you come out of the loop um so this also depends on like um india is a very like labor focused market so if you go to see like people are ready to do things for super cheap prices over here so um if you go to find on fiverr as well people are available to do like a simple graphic for like 5 dollars or even less like some people even you know provide like 30 graphics for like 10 dollars which is like crazy to me so um i wow. feel like you have to gain that confidence to talk to international clients here people in india are pretty underconfident i would say in general so they feel a bit hesitant so they put put the other person on a pedestal that uh, i won't be able to talk to that client but uh, i feel like you have to gain that confidence over time and even here like many people are not well versed with the language english so i feel like uh, there a barrier comes a language barrier comes in between and that might be like an underconfident factor for them which like they won't be able to communicate properly so i feel like they can they should work on their english speaking skills as well as their communication skills on how they should talk to a client so what what gave you this confidence you know and this you know out of the box thinking to go look for clients elsewhere um you know how did you start looking you know into another country so i um I actually used to watch like a lot of YouTube videos where you know people used to work um uh, on an international basis and if I talk about something uh, I the, the company that I used to work in at my 9 to 5 job they had they were handling a Singapore client so I got very fascinated that a whole company like a 20 people company was being run by a Singapore client which was crazy to me at that time so i did get a lot of experience about how you know you can communicate with client and how you can um, approach them in my 9 to 5 job so that's something uh, that was good that was a good point for me when while i was doing my 9 to 5 job so even though i hated that job and i hated coding uh i still learned a lot of things uh, about communication and how you can you know communicate with your team how you can resolve issues um so i learned a lot apart from coding in my 9 to 5 job wow and yeah it is crazy and you know now now a common theme we see is big companies when you know they want to save money they have call centers in india and you know cheaper work labor forces um you know and or are you thinking of you know maybe one day employing people in india and you know maybe giving them salaries that they would never imagine um you know with american clients i absolutely 
absolutely wish to do that but currently i'm very happy right now uh working as a freelancer for another one one and a half year at least um so after i get married maybe i would plan on opening like an agency for myself and then hire people from india yeah so that's the plan yeah and and you know um looking at your demographic a bit um how many of your fans are actually from india or your followers so, um my follower base is actually 90% indian and only 10% is from outside mm. um so that i think uh, also it depends upon from where you are operating the app so it det- instagram detects the location very easily so if i'm uh, operating the instagram app from india it will show my content to more indians so i think location is a very plays a very big factor on social media platforms and i feel like uh, even if you go to see tiktok has been banned over here so i <laughs> a people influencers who wow. had like tiktoks and like who run who ran their businesses on tiktoks it just got shut off within one day and everybody started to transfer their content on instagram and solely on instagram which is also like a risky place because you know any day anything can happen over here wow yeah and and since you know you manage uh accounts in the United States um you know how do you grow you know your social media compared to how you grow your client social media so my client social media has a complete strategy behind it and uh, uh, we sit we have like uh, every month we have one call where we discuss what content is to be put out in that month what the focus should be in that month and based on that then i create the content then the client reviews the content and only then it is scheduled through a scheduling app so for scheduling i use meta uh, business suite or you can even use any third party app for scheduling so what scheduling does it it eliminates the factor of location so if you are directly posting it from the instagram app it may take your location and you know uh, it can attract a wrong kind of audience so i am very open to my clients about the location feature and they are very they are very happy with my work as well so yeah mm correct correct and you know uh what what made you want to you know um move on so so now now you're having you know what it sounds like to me like a switch um you know and and freelancing does happen to do that it gives you the freedom to be able to do all types of things how, how are your clients you know handling the fact that now you're going to be teaching are you going to still have these meetings with them um and how many more clients can you onboard so at a time i have like four clients in total for every month and if i offboard any client i make sure that i have i fill my calendar with uh, more sales calls of i can fill up that gap um apart from that i do teach but it's like a side thing for me right now i have not pursued teaching full time so i am planning to launch a course uh, which is not like a live workshop or anything so people can directly purchase it and watch it at their own pace so that's what i love about online teaching is yeah like you can take knowledge from any person and you can take their experience and apply it to your life which is a very 
great advantage that this that these online platforms give us mm and you know you you risk i mean uh i was going through your podcast and uh so so tell the audience a bit what your podcast is about and where they can find it so my podcast is available on all the platforms and i have a video podcast as well so you can search digital arwa on youtube as well um you can also follow me on instagram at digital arwa where i post all the updates about the podcast and all other videos that i do on youtube great um so now people know where to find you guys go and follow her on social medias uh you know she has a great future you know she has a great value to give you guys and just before we go um can I ask you one last question what do you think are the most important parts of in a person's personality what what's some personal advice you'd like to give people to be able to make it in the freelancing market okay so like i said before i feel like there are two things which are very important the two c's which is consistency and communication uh you should be consistent in your actions you should consistently keep finding new clients uh what i see is like people are not finding clients because they are not doing the activities that that will get them clients so are you prospecting enough are you getting on sales call enough so they aren't doing those things and which won't give them a lot of clients so the first part is that and the second part is communication improve on your communication skills improve how you talk to the client improve your negotiation skills so all those soft skills will help you to you know retain a client for a longer period of time mm mm you know and any any characteristics that you have that you know because now you're in a completely different world where world where you interact you know with entrepreneurs mostly is there any common trait you see with them and yourself you know as you develop as a person um i think the determination to never give up because in a freelancing journey there will be a lot of ups and downs there will be times when you will lose a client there will be times when a client is disappointed with you so at those times you need to remind yourself you need to have the belief in yourself you had at the first time at the time of getting your first client just remember your why why you are doing that why did you start freelancing in the first place many people forget why they started what they did and you know they start chasing money they start chasing everything else apart from why they started it so uh, whenever you have like a low moment as a freelancer or as a business owner just sit down and think why did you start it in the first place wow wow okay guys remember all this great advice all this great value Thank you so much Arwak Tib for being on our podcast. Uh again remind the people where they can find you on Instagram or anywhere else you want to mention. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at digital arwa and even on YouTube at digital arwa. Uh you if you have any queries about freelancing or anything else you can feel free to DM me on Instagram or also buy my ebook freelancing decoded. Wow and you know again thank you guys for coming on thank you Arwa uh have a great one we'll see you on the gr- next growth with mastermind